thedreamfirm.co. I am also your hostess of the Facebook group, The Dream Career Creators. And I'm coming to you this week to talk about some more around intuition, what it is, and the big question, can you fail at intuition? So this question comes up a lot because, and it's actually a question that I asked myself a lot, not always out loud, but sometimes in my mind, I was like, what is this? Am I going crazy? Like, is this accurate? Like, can I really trust this feeling that I'm having? Or can I really trust this? It feels like so foreign. So a lot of times we say, I'm doing this wrong. I'm failing at this. Like, this isn't working, right? And the reason why, in my opinion, we ask ourselves that question is because it is something that's relatively new for us. Like, we haven't trusted our intuition in probably a really long time. Some of us may be longer than others, but it may have been years, you know, even decades since we last really honored and acknowledged that gut feeling that we have. And so as we start to exercise that muscle, you know, we start to have experiences that allow us to start trusting that intuition a little bit more. So usually this starts to happen when we start to open up to our spiritual gifts. And I'm a huge proponent and a huge believer that we all have these gifts. They might look a little bit different, sort of like the 31 flavors of ice cream, right? Not everybody's going to be exactly the same but we do have these beautiful gifts inside of us. And so the moment that we we start to feel sort of that inkling, like there's something more, there's something bigger that I'm maybe looking for or meant for or intended to have or be or do, and you just don't really know what that is, right? So we start to sort of like explore and start to say, okay, how can I make sense of this, right? How can I start to figure out what all of this is. And then a lot of times we end up going on this spiritual journey and that can look in a lot of different ways. I'm reading this awesome book called Let Your Life Speak and it's all about finding your vocation and Parker J. Palmer is the author. For those of you who have followed me or seen some of my stuff before, you'll know that I am like a huge advocate of his work in this book in particular. And so one of the passages that struck me like really deeply last night as I was reading his book was how the spiritual journey or the spiritual path can look differently, right? And one of the ways that it looked for him, and I think for myself as well, and maybe for others of you that are following, is this path where we actually fall into a state of depression. And, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I don't purport to make light of the condition at all. I'm simply sharing sort of his experience as he talked about the depression and how it affected him and how throughout his journey of trying to really step into himself and step into his most authentic self, he succumbed to not one but two periods of deep depression. And the way he described it was that it was almost as if somebody was like, this friend was like following him and saying sort of like, okay, listen to me, listen to me. And he chose to ignore it because he was so focused on this outward definition of success, maybe a specific title, maybe a specific monetary compensation, but all of these things outside of himself, right? And he was probably turning off his intuition or shutting it down because he was so focused on this forward momentum that he created or that society created for him that he felt he needed to follow. So this voice kept trying to, you know, be more aggressive. So maybe it started you know, screaming a little bit louder, or it's, he said at one point he started throwing like rocks and sticks at him and he still 
single focus, going ahead, going, pursuing these external rewards and compensation and all that kind of stuff. And then eventually it got to the point where this friend that he calls depression decided to basically the image that, I, that is coming to my mind is almost like kidnapping, put this cloth over him and take him hostage because he wasn't listening to what he needed. So he needed this experience of deep reflection of feeling like the world was coming to an end, of feeling like there was nothing he was good at or he could do or anything like that because he had lost his path. He had lost his way. He had shut off his intuition. He had shut off his inner knowing. He didn't know how to listen to himself anymore. He was fell victim to what the rest of the world wanted him to be and do. So throughout these periods of depression, he talks in the book about how he came back from that but one of the ways that he did that was acknowledging that he was on a spiritual path, acknowledging that he is a whole human being, darkness and light, strengths and weaknesses, knowing, not knowing, all of that. And that the moment that he started to acknowledge himself as the whole self, then he started to experience sort of like coming out of that depression, as he puts it. So that to me is just such a powerful story because it allows us to not only honor the things that we consider our gifts and our strengths, but it also allows us to honor the things that we may have shut down and that we may or may be trying to ignore or hide because that whole piece of us is all of us. Like we're not just the good stuff. We're not just the bad stuff. We're all of it. Right. And so he said that when he started to acknowledge that, he actually stepped up his game and he challenged himself to live his whole life, which means you live the shit stuff as much as you live the good stuff. Oh, that was such a powerful message for me because as we all transition and grow and expand and change, we tend to, let's see, what's the word? Admonish is the word that comes up, but like judge ourselves too. When we have these low moments, when we have these periods where we want to retreat, or just be with inside ourselves, or just be, you know, kind of like, like little hermits, right? Like in the winter, it's, it's kind of snowing off and on here and this period of hibernation. And we say, oh my gosh, we need to do, we need to do, we need to do. When really what we need to do, right, is be, is be more, just be with what we are at the moment, be with who we are at the moment. And that's when your intuition can start to kick in a little bit more. So if your intuition is telling you, you need a rest day, honor it, right? Take a rest day. And it's a journey because some people who have really gotten good at the act, the state of being, just literally being in the moment, like this is what we have right now, actually jump into this a lot quicker than those of us, myself included, who are still kind of taking these baby steps towards this new way of being. And I want to give you guys an example of this. So I'm doing a contract position right now, a temporary contract position. And what that means is that when there's work, there's work, right? And when there's no work, there's no work. But sometimes the no work piece comes in very unexpectedly. So what ended up happening was we went into the office. Basically, we received an email that said, there's nothing for you to do right now, so go home. And then pretty much every day since Thanksgiving, we've been getting updates by email that are basically very vague and just say, well, we're working on it, but there's really nothing for you to do right now. So when we're used to kind of our normal state, which is go, 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 go all of the time, 
And then all of a sudden it's like the brakes have been applied and you just kind of like boom, thrust forward. And you're like, whoa, now what? The house is silent. The kids are at daycare. I don't have any work. I don't really know if I'm going to have work tomorrow. So it makes it kind of hard for me to plan. It's like this experience has thrust me right in the middle of simply being because I can't really plan for tomorrow, right? I don't really know what's going on because it's completely out of my control. So all I can really do is just be with where I'm at in this very moment. And that's actually these moments of quiet are when your intuition starts to speak to you a little bit more. So we get back to whether, you know, as we're opening up to these spiritual experiences, as we're opening up to being more of our complete self, our intuition is guiding us there. So then we start to think, okay, something is telling me to do this, but is it right or is it wrong? It just is. It's what your intuition is telling you that would be great for you to do. And so the more that you strengthen that muscle, the more that you start to see how beautiful this gift is and what just beautiful is the word that keeps coming up because really it's just guiding you to live your most whole and most complete life. And so, for example, I did a um, beautiful training for an awesome group on Monday about tapping into your higher self and your higher self is the highest vibration of you. So the way that I like to explain it is kind of like a mother sees a child or how your mom sees you. She sees you as perfect. She sees you as complete. She sees you as not needing to change a single thing just by merely not merely, but just by existing, you have brought so much joy and pleasure and honor and beauty to her life. You don't need to do anything else. Doesn't matter whether you're spreading poop on the wall or throwing up or throwing a temper tantrum. You are the most beautiful expression of life to her. And so that's the energy. That's the vibration of your highest self. So when we were doing this training, I led the, these beautiful women through, it's the women of Healthy Girls. So if anybody wants to check it out, it's Healthy Girls Society. Led these beautiful women through a higher self meditation. When you first go through this, you start to feel like you're doing this wrong because you're like, I can't feel her. I can't see her. I don't know what's going on. Is somebody else doing this right? Is somebody else doing it different? And yeah, somebody else is doing it different because they're trying to tap into their version of their higher self, but you're not doing it wrong. You're simply learning how to adapt to this higher vibration. Sometimes that's going to come a little bit easier to you. And sometimes it's not because depending on where you are on the energy scale, say your higher self is up here. You may be here. You may be here. You may be here. So the leap that you need to make is going to change just depending on what your energetic vibration is. So the more actually that you learn to tap into your higher self, the more that you raise your own vibration so that you can actually see her more clearly. And the more that you raise your vibration, the more that hers raises as well, because she wants you to keep growing and expanding so you can step into the most authentic version of yourself. So some of these women were like, you know, I didn't really feel her or I didn't really see her, but I felt something. I felt like some warmness around my heart. I felt tears in my eyes. And that's all beautiful. That's your intuition trying to speak to you. That's your intuition trying to come through, trying to break through. And some of the ways that it does that is through giving you these like tingly sensations or feelings of warmth or feelings of like, some people have reported like feeling like a warmness, like an, almost as if somebody was standing next to them. But that's just like the energetic being, like being around you. 
So you're not doing it wrong. You can't fail at your own intuition. What you can do, though, is learn how to tap into it. Learn the tools that best align with how you work. And that could be a bunch of different things. It could be meditating. It could be energetic transmissions. It could be higher self, working with your higher self. It can be Akashic Records, which is actually something I'm getting trained in right now, which is super exciting. And that's actually so far been one of my favorite tools. So I'm so excited to deepen into that and be able to bring more of that to you guys. So here's the question. Can you fail at your intuition? The answer is no. What you can do is you can learn how to use it again. You can remember what it feels like to trust that inner gut and then to use it in a way that makes you feel safe because your intuition is always going to guide you to the best experience that you can possibly have. Does that mean that it's always going to be a parade and confetti and balloons and cake? No. Your intuition might lead you into something that is highlighting for you maybe a darkness or a shadow is one way of putting it because it wants you to experience that so you can move through that so you can step out of it on the other side, a lighter, brighter, more free version of yourself because you've actually sat with that darkness or shadow or pain or whatever it is that you know you need to experience so you can release it and let it go. And the way that that changes you is that it's like creating space on a shelf that's too cluttered, right? If you go to the grocery store and you start to shove more cereal boxes in your shelf and you open it, it's completely full, there's no spot for you to put another cereal box in it, right? You're going to have to move through those boxes either by getting rid of them or consuming them in order to be able to fit more on there. So that's what happens when you allow your intuition to guide you through some of these experiences. And as uncomfortable as they may be, they are simply there to serve you so that you can move into your next level of being, which is just so beautiful. And sometimes it sucks. Let me tell you, sometimes you just want to hide away and go like this and like not see anybody for a long time. And that's okay, you know? And even if you can't create that space for yourself, like on a daily basis, like it's not always easy if you're going through one of these experiences to tell your boss, hey boss, I'm moving through some energetic shit right now. So I need to have an indefinite amount of time off until I can come back and be a better version of myself, right? That doesn't always happen in reality. But what can happen is you creating pockets of space for yourself to be. Perhaps it's you have a beautiful meditation that you can pop in and listen to for five or 10 minutes in the middle of your workday. Perhaps you take a nice walk during lunch just to be by yourself let some of these things happen. Perhaps you take a shower and you just cry your eyes out and just let it flow out of you, right? You may not be able to, you know, create big, huge, infinite pockets of time, like big spaces of time because life happens. Sometimes I can't even go to the bathroom without my kids like opening the door and like knocking and doing all that kind of stuff. So I know that that sometimes can feel like a luxury, but if you can, at least give yourself a little bit of time, trust your intuition, let your intuition guide you to when you need a little bit of space and create it in a way that feels really good to you. So I'm so happy to have shared this information with you and I want to leave you with a couple of things. So you can interact more, say frequently, if you will, with me and my Facebook group. It's called the Dream Career Creators. And we talk about basically how you can use your intuition in order to up your life, in your business, in your career, 
I love helping people make sense of their dreams. I love creating space for you guys so that you can brainstorm and let the downloads come through and let the creativity come through and then actually helping you make sense out of all of it. Actually, I just got off right before um, I came on this call. I spent about an hour with a beautiful soul and that's exactly what we were doing. And we were gaining clarity in how she wants to move forward with her business as 2017 comes up. So it's just, it's so much fun and so beautiful to see the wheels turning and to see the intuition like heightening and to get that clarity that, that you so desire for yourself, for your life and for your business. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. And then the second thing I wanted to share is that I'm going to be doing these intuitive reflections live. I think I've got five more. So there's five more ending 2016 going into 2017. And on January 11th, I'm going to be doing my very first higher self workshop. So what we're going to be doing in this higher self workshop is going to be limited space, somewhere between five and 10 people, just kind of depending on um, what feels really good, what my intuition guides us to. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be coming all together via a web platform. So like Zoom or something like that. And we're going to be working through how to access our higher selves. And this is going to be sort of like the beginner course. So if you've never experienced your higher self, if you've never, maybe you have a couple of times, but it's still not really clear how to work with her or how to access her, we're going to be learning how to do that. We're going to be understanding why we can or can't see her and how to see her more clearly. We're going to be learning how to ask questions and listening for the answer. And we're going to be doing it in a workshop model, workshop setting. It's going to be approximately 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah. 90 minutes to 120. I got my math down and it's going to be completely interactive. So that's basically what I have right now. And as the year goes on, we're going to be doing more of these and we're going to be doing them in also in specific categories. So if like you want to learn how to tap into your higher self for your business, or if you want to learn how to tap into yourself for your higher self, for your career or for your family, we're going to be coming up with different categories of things to use your higher self in. So stay tuned for that. The best way to keep in touch really is through the Facebook group. So I invite you guys to join us. I'll post the link below. And yeah, I just look forward to seeing you guys here next week. So I'll be back next Wednesday. I don't know what date it is because I really don't know what day it is today since I haven't had to look at a calendar really for a while. So I'm so grateful for your time. I'm so grateful for your energy and I look forward to sharing more with you. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.